0: all right it is the dad pod as you know it is a podcast about you know dad stuff Uh, zero and rat with you as always and a brand new father john beersbach how are you (sighs) uh tired that's how i am well you're experiencing like that fresh because what are we two three weeks into this whole dad thing
1: almost three weeks
0: and how much sleep do you think you're getting at night on average
1: uh, anywhere between, like, five and six. So maybe that's pretty good. Wow, uh, that's really good. That's
0: actually kind of insane that it's that much.
1: <laughs> really? Uh, it, it doesn't feel insane. Coming from a person that's, like, used to getting, like, eight hours, and now I'm getting, like, five or six on a good night. Some, I mean, some nights is probably less than that, but... Have we created, like, a, a rotational system? Like, do you have certain hours and she has certain hours? No, but I will... She, like, wakes up and sometimes... I'll wake up and, like, get, like, a bottle if need be. But, I mean, she's kind of the food source, so.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. You got that going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it safe to say you've learned more about, like, uh, breastfeeding than you would ever want to know?
1: Absolutely. Like, uh, just, like, how to properly... Insert the boob into the mouth and just the proper holding technique and and I'm not doing it. Obviously, I just I yeah. was there for like the consultation. I'm there a lot of times every day seeing this. So
0: well, and I mean this in 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 the the most respectful and least crude of ways. Okay, but as as the average male, we are basically groomed by society from age. What would you say? Maybe seven, eight to. 20 something to just think that part of the female body is just a wonderful just it really it's all for you in your mind that's that it's for your satisfaction and then you're hit with a dose of reality Mm -hmm. when a baby comes along you're like that's what those do. (laughs) I, like I knew but I didn't know and it just it changes your whole world it
1: does it really does it's like okay so there's a practical use for mm-hmm. them and then there's a little bit of jealousy maybe that comes in because it's like now
2: I got to share this <laughs> you, you resent your yeah, child is what you're it's telling me not fair and granted it's used for different purposes, <laughs> you know, yeah. in that instance. But, yeah, there's got to be a little jealousy so, there. Like it, it makes sense, but it doesn't
0: make sense at the yeah. same time. So, I don't know. It's tough. You guys did something that I thought was pretty cool. So you get, you get the baby girl, and you told me about this before you went on your paternity leave here, but... You really kept... I mean, the baby's been on lockdown. You've been very selective about what, like when people have come around and who was coming to the... Did anyone come to the hospital?
1: Uh, so, yeah, we made a conscious de- decision to have no one come to the hospital because we kind of just wanted it to be us. So, um, you know, it's like kind of that unique time, things that she's read or learned my wife um, that people Wish they would have had it just be them, and like you know, it's just the, the one time in their, your life that it's just going to be really be you three, and especially at that new process. And uh, since then, since we've been home, um, well, it doesn't help that it's currently negative 35 degrees right now in Fargo, right. North Dakota, right? Um, in the middle of, or end of January, um, but we haven't really had too many people come because it's really cold and flu six season and B it's just cold out and C we're just kind of trying to get, acclimated still to this new life of ours so
0: i was envious of it because you know there's the logical thing where you're talking about weather cold flu rsv all that stuff but just that idea of like getting comfortable as a family before there's a thousand people in your face like let me hold the baby like i thought i was jealous of i thought that was a good idea
1: yeah we've had the parents come um and see the child but outside of that no one else really has and thankfully you know friends have been sick and i've been like hesitant to have people come right away and you know they've ended up being sick and stuff like that and so um i feel like it was a good decision not to have them come (laughs) because don't want to deal with that but uh yeah it's 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 such an adjustment as you guys both know if you can remember back to the time of being new parents but uh It's one of those things that I would definitely recommend to people, I guess, is if you can... It, unless you have not that overbearing parent that wants to just like stay there and never leave, be
2: there for the delivery, yeah, and all that, like
1: ha- adamant, like I will ruin your life if I'm not in that delivery room. I'm gonna
0: deliver the baby <laughs> yeah. myself. I'm grandma. It, it,
1: it is a, it is kind of a cool time, and it's you know it's it can be a stressful time during that delivery time too. Mm-hmm. So like having another parent in there that might not be able to keep their cool or you know under pressure and stuff like that that that's another aspect of it
2: I feel like though you you're already in full-on dad mode because even before we walked into this room and you had Lysol disinfectant spray in one hand L in the other hand. Cause that's the hardest part that like non-parents don't understand is you have to be that person that like every single person is like, did you wash your hands? Yep. Okay. Are you fully sanitized? There's no getting near the baby and it's just, it's awkward no matter what.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be that crazy parent and like be like that, but like it is, there's so much cold and sick happening right now. And she's only almost like three weeks old. Like it would be maybe one thing if she was like a few months old, but like st- she's still relatively a newborn Mm -hmm. I mean by the clothes sizing that she wears she's a newborn
0: welcome to the world you're sick now yeah
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) so I you know trying to just kind of make sure she's healthy as possible for as long as possible is kind of my my key and uh, being in this podcast studio and knowing that sick people have been in our office i work here by the way <laughs> uh the same with uh, zero we rat just, like
0: find him outside yeah, <laughs> we,
1: we, we knew he we, hey,
2: we know him and he exists you yeah. have a tired look like that of a new dad <laughs> why don't you come on in
1: so um but yeah i, I wanted to make sure that it was uh, somewhat sanitary when we came in here but yeah I, it's it, it is it's funny how you just like you think first for your child and then second for you. And you, that doesn't, you just don't get it until it actually happens. Mm
0: -hmm. You make for an interesting, I'll say case study though. That's such a, that's more technical than a term. You make for a good example for the new dad edition of the, the dad pod podcast, because it was probably less than a month ago that we had bumped into each other at work and we're talking about the baby being on the way and, you know, you're kind of waiting and you'd basically said something to the, uh, you know, I I guess I don't know. I don't feel super attached yet. I feel like I need to actually, like, see her for her to be real. Like, I need to actually see the baby to, to have it sink in that I'm a dad. Did you have that moment where you're like, oh, my God. Like, it just clicked?
1: Uh, yeah. And I would say, if I'm being honest, it didn't necessarily happen, like, right when she came out. And, like, you know, it, A, it was, like, in the middle of the night, so I was dead dog tired. And I know it sounds crazy, but i felt like i ran a far or a, a marathon you felt like you had the baby <laughs> not quite like that but yes my body was a little bit sore and stuff just because i'd been standing honestly for like 15 hours straight which i'm not used to standing i have a desk job uh, so that was kind of i i i just felt tired i think maybe it was part of it, and i was just like i it was kind of surreal you know you, you just was like you're just like this is this is mine like this doesn't seem like mine like you see the baby and it actually kind of looks like me um but she like you're just like this doesn't seem real and so it wasn't until like I got some sleep and saw her the next day that I was like wow this is it this is that that's that feeling and so it it, for so for me it wasn't necessarily right away like I know how a lot of people you see the child and you are like wow I'm instantly in love and in all that but it was like I had to like get some rest and kind of it like had to sink into me
0: you woke up and they're like oh yeah I had a kid I love you
1: yeah basically basically and then you, you know the baby you're, you're just like you're holding her and she's making these faces and she's like, you know, pooping on you and peeing on you, not literally, but in the diaper and stuff. And like, you know what's going on and you're just like, I don't care. I don't care. I feel like one of the truly
2: terrifying moments where it all really hits you is the moment you get to leave the hospital. Yeah. And you're like in the car and you're like, they're letting us go they're letting us take this we're
1: responsible now and there's no nurses or anything around us oh my god what are we doing yep yeah, yeah yeah so that was in itself as kind of like okay here we go uh we loaded her up and then we got home and then we we're like okay kind of now what you know you're you've been having the the help of the nurses while you're in the hospital but once you're at home you're like you're on your own you know Mm -hmm. they're not like okay we need to feed her and that all that you know kind of trying to make sure that staying on the uh regiment so that was that was a little bit of a transition in itself
0: so this is where if mrs jonathan stumbles across this podcast why don't you skip ahead like two minutes because I don't want to ask a question, but I want an honest answer. So just skip ahead like two minutes and know that he loves you. Have you felt like, cause she's home still, right? Yeah. Have you felt like now, because you're about three days in to being back at work. Yep. Have you gotten any of the like, oh my God, you don't understand, you're not here all day, any of that yet? Is that... No, Is there any sort of guilt
1: being at work? No, and I've, like, kind of asked her that without, like, being direct, Yeah, you know? Um, but, no, she's really, I mean, my wife's really awesome. Like, she's, like, not, like, that crazy person. Like, you don't understand what I've been through and what I do and all this. I delivered this child and, you know.
0: So, it's settling in pretty good your guys' new routine, which is good.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, she's, I mean, obviously, she's probably a little bit more tired than me because she has to be up feeding the child throughout the day and night um but uh, yeah, she's she, I think she's starting to get used to it The hard part for her was me Going back to work though she, She's like, you know, that nerves uh, Scary portion of it Like, I don't know if I can do this It's on, just me Yeah, because I mean, we have a dog too And, you know, the baby's crying The dog wants to go out to go to the bathroom And, you know, all that stuff The
0: dog can raise the baby <laughs> mm,
1: yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's uh, But it uh, seems like she's handling it okay
0: and that's good because I feel like a lot of times you, you have couples where it's like there's that there's that first that adjustment period where you come home from the hospital and then there's like, OK, now we need to get into our actual routine and like breaking things up. And if you guys were able to do that without any sort of stress between you, I feel like that you've already won.
1: Yeah. No, I I don't I haven't noticed any or, you know, we haven't experienced that. And I don't think we will, honestly. So that's the weird thing, though, about the lack of sleep. Like you do
2: really well for a long time to the point where you're like. I'm shocked that I'm performing so well with as little sleep as I get until so far down the line it starts to wear you down. And then you go, how are we going to survive this? What are we going to do?
1: Yeah, I I think you kind of get used to it. But at the same time, it's like you, you... you know, you eventually crash and then you just have to sleep. And so like when I'm at home and stuff, you know, I try to take care of the baby as much as I can and then let her sleep when she can. Obviously sometimes it's difficult that the baby is hungry and you know, we can only do so much with the feeding. Has
0: it been your experience that coming to work, which seems weird has almost been, relaxing like because you're getting away from you know because you're in dad mode at home right just think 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 here you're working but it's almost like less stressful
1: yeah definitely um you're not constantly going what does this baby want does it need a diaper change does she need to be fed you know does she need to be burped or what's going on we're here obviously we're just in work mode and uh, Thank God for, you know, phones and stuff like that mm-hmm. and Snapchat so I can get, like, little snaps or reminders of the day. And, you know, not that I don't uh remember her, but, like, sometimes, you know, you're just you're so busy, you kind of forget. And you're just like, oh, yeah. How's the baby doing?
0: Oh, yeah. I got a Snapchat from my baby.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> the, the times have changed.
2: Yeah. It really have. Well, how long did it take? Before family members started making the comments about how you need to make more babies, Ugh, not yet. <laughs> not
1: yet, really? Yeah. Wow. Although I will say, after the birthing experience, because you just never know how you know yeah. people react to that. Um, I, I asked her, I'm like, so do you think you would want to have another one, or you know, do this again? Obviously, not implying anything, but just saying for the future, yeah. do you want to have another kid at some point? did this scar you in any way? And she's like, no, yeah, I definitely want to have a kid. So that in itself is the hurdle we've already crossed. I love how you're like, did this scar you in any way? And if so, let's relive that moment immediately <laughs> after birth. <laughs>
0: I'm not really giving it an opinion. I just want to assess. Do you want to have more <laughs> babies or no babies? That's
1: basically what I did, yeah. I mean, made an inf- informal assessment. Um, so, yeah, I think everything went as okay as possible so has
0: anything caught you just completely off guard or because you seem like someone that is just you came in very calm very prepared has there been anything where you've been like oh what
1: uh so obviously there's you know you're using you're doing the breastfeeding and then as we use um formula as well um, the amount of formula you go through. Mm. I don't know if you if that you guys use that with your kids. Little of both. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think that's pretty common to you to do both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the amount of formula and the amount of diapers and wipes. It's insane. It's insane. It seems like we're changing her like every hour at, on the hour. Mm-hmm. At least that, once I, on
2: average. I still think of two. The, like, God forbid it be like one trip. Because that's where I thought, you know, oh, well, yeah, we'll just go to Costco or Sam's Club, you know, and load up. But, of course, no, the formula has to be gotten at this specific place because she wants a specific brand. But then the wipes need to be this particular kind. So it's just like. Oh, yeah. We got to get all this stuff and different.
1: And then you run out and you're like, how do you run out of formula? Uh, We're not aware on this situation. That we haven't gotten our footing on quite yet of, you know, what we like exactly. I mean, I've been to Target more times in the past month than I probably have in the past six months, previous six months. Um, so I that in itself is crazy. And um, yeah, we got to figure out some sort of like Amazon delivery thing because mm. that's
0: the prime is good yeah it is good
1: that is uh that would be better to get delivered right to our door than uh go out and get this kind of stuff
0: it is kind of crazy how quickly though you kind of become like aware of like all right i need wipes well i like those from here i need diapers i like those from here and you just know like your go-to place for all these things
1: yeah i we yeah we haven't figured that out yet and thankfully i guess target's got everything that we've like, Probably why we're giving so many shout-outs to Target right now. But, uh, What's up, Target? We'll take a sponsorship, please. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, that we we got to figure out something a little bit better. It also doesn't help that it is, I want to remind people, it's like in the negatives in Fargo, North Dakota, all month long. And so it sucks to go out and drive in this stuff.
0: Yeah, just for perspective's sake, it is warmer in Siberia, Antarctica, and Alaska than it is currently here. So that's how cold it is here.
2: And add that element of taking a newborn out into this. Exactly. It's bad enough like us. But Taking a newborn out in this, you're like, no, we're, we're staying in. It's not happening.
1: And getting back to, the, like, the germ thing, too, like, so the baby's been basically stranded at our house, but we've taken her out a few times intentionally, because I'm like, we got to get her exposed to the outside world, you know, and, like, we've taken her to Target yeah. once. We've taken her to the grocery store, and, you know, we kind of have to hustle through because eventually she kind of starts crying because something's going on diaper or hungry or something like that but like it's been a conscientious effort to uh go out and kind of get her exposed but it's so hard right now Mm -hmm. because it's so cold so we're like bundling her up and like covering her up with blankets and we got a cover for the car seat that's like this fleece thing and yeah it's 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 crazy
0: you get her all bundled up like it's just overdone and then you're like I forgot my jacket
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no well yeah and the thing about it is is like okay so we have to start the car so thankfully I have auto start in my car start the car Get that warmed up for like 15, 20 minutes. Get her into the car seat. That's kind of a hassle because she's a little bit smaller size. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just kind of getting her maneuvered and she hates it. Getting buckled up and, you know, getting that thing nice and tight and snug for them to make safe. And getting the blankets on, getting the hat on, getting the little car seat cover on. And then it's like, okay, now we got to run outside to the car, put her in real quick close the door as quick as possible. Make sure that the flap doesn't come down from the cold air from... You know, the Arctic is coming yep. down from the north. It is quite the process. You and also forgot as you're about
2: to walk out the door, then you're like, oh, she pooped. Now we got to go change a diaper. Oh, yeah,
1: that's that's like <laughs> definitely happened where we've put her in and she's like, you know, just crying uncontrollably. And it's not that I'm just upset because you put me in here. It's the I have a wet or poopy diaper. So, yeah, that, oh, that the joy. I, I can't wait till we're past that process. Yeah.
0: Well, you're away You got a ways to go. You know, it's just potty training super early because, yeah, the girls just turned three not too long ago and we're still trying to figure out. Like, we're one in particular is like starting to figure out the toilet, but man, we got a ways to go. Are you guys potty trained yet?
2: Uh, we've got one, uh, she's four and she's pretty much fully potty trained. There you go. I think we still do the pull ups at night just to be safe. So, but the my two year old has started potty training himself. Cool. Because he basically has seen his sister using the oh, toilet., there you go. So then he's decided at random. But then we've also used the trick of the uh, the jelly belly jelly beans. Those are like perfect for a little reward mm. when they use the toilet. Oh, there you go. So but it becomes a thing where we've got you know a four year old and a two year old. So every time the two- year old uses the the toilet, they both get a jelly bean. But then it almost becomes like sibling peer pressure because my daughter wants a jelly bean, so she's like, go potty, go potty. Come on, oh, you don't have to? Drink some water, drink some water, let's go. Come on, I want some jelly bellies. That's kind of genius, really. So it's, but it it comes and goes with the two because he's doing it for a little while, but then he gives up on it for a little bit, so... I'm not holding my breath that we're past the diaper phase for him yet. I feel like that could be a little bit of a while, though. I got to get some jelly bellies in
0: the house and start peeing my pants. Mm. (laughs) And maybe I can get my, you know, if I start going
2: potty, my wife will be so impressed that I get some jelly bellies. Well, I think as we get into this, so, you know, it's been this couple of weeks. Do you have that, like, calm confidence, like, I got this? Or are you still freaking out a little bit that you got a little daughter?
1: um That's a yeah, yeah. So he's really
0: thinking about this
1: I haven't really honestly thought about it too much um I feel like I've got this but at the same time I don't like last night she was crying uncontrollably a lot of times and I was holding her and I was like okay mom here you go I think she's hungry mm-hmm. you know so I feel like there's those times where I'm like okay I'm not really sure and with me being at work and her being at home yep. she's gonna have more of an understanding of the baby than I am I'm already noticing so th- to me she'll have probably more of a confidence i won't and just because of familiar familiarity with you know what she wants what she needs that type of thing i don't know did you guys ever get exposed to that like you know the moms are at home t- i would assume typically a little bit longer than you guys were and, you know, so they kind of understand what the baby wants or needs or that connection is maybe a little bit greater than what y- you have.
0: At some point, you kind of realize like, oh, you you are a little bit more in tune to the frequency than I am. Yeah. You know, you, there's just like little things here and there that I think mom picks up on quicker. But that's not necessarily a lack of knowledge or confidence either. They maybe just are a little bit more certain of it being there a little longer. Well, I suppose. I,
2: what I've run into, especially with my son, he is a mama's boy. Because she's around all the time. Sure. So there are those times where nothing I will do will satisfy him because he wants mom. You know what I mean? So then I feel bad at some point in time where it's like, here
1: you go, mom. I mean, (laughs) there's nothing I can legitimately do. You feel bad, but then you're like, now I can go do what I want. (laughs) Yeah, you partly
2: enjoy it a little bit. So I think that that is a challenge, but as well, like... It's funny how there can be that little bit of jealousy, too, because there's going to be the times where she's freaking out, nothing your wife does fixes it, and then for some reason you do something that calms her,
1: and then she's like, really? That seriously? We've kind of already experienced that a little bit because I apparently have the magic touch when it comes to burping her.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: And she's like, how do you get her to burp so well? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just this technique that I've been doing. And it, it works. And that there in itself, I don't know if that's necessarily jealousy, but it's just like kind of something that I can do that she can't maybe do just as well.
2: But you're right. Because even like swaddling, swaddling is one thing where I think a lot of times men do it better. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but men can swaddle a little bit tighter. And and my wife would fully admit to that. And she's like, I don't know how you do it, but you swaddle so much better. And it's like, yeah, I don't know how,
1: men but do yeah. you
0: statistically tie up more humans <laughs> yeah. than, than
1: we do. So. That's, that's, a div- that's a different podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but that's for the new murder podcast, I guess. I, uh, I'm i curious, did they teach you the, uh, well, they called it to us the toot hold at the hospital by chance?
1: Um... No, they didn't teach us that. I don't think. I can't remember. Kind of handy,
0: because there's a, no shortage of digestive issues that each our, our kids had, one in particular. And so what you do then is you lay her on, like, but stomach down on your stomach or on, not on your stomach on on your arm and hold her like a football yeah. essentially so she's laying stomach to the bottom of your arm and she's just dangling over you like a like a football and you just walk around for a while and you're just going to feel the un, unleashing of gas and god knows what
2: else mm. so it's like putting this pressure to get it out
0: so stomach to bottom of your
2: arm and just walk around like she's dangling for you like a football hmm. see that was also did they teach you the tummy rub No. The tummy rub technique, like somehow I became the expert at that. Like if when they're experiencing the stomach problems, you just kind of go around the belly in a certain manner. And then it it kind of helps push out the gas and not not just gas like. I was the dad who would be in charge of evacuating the bowels mm. when it was necessary, you know, so
0: <laughs> you're good at that.
2: Yeah, of all skills to have, I don't know why or how that became part of it, but then and that's, and it's funny because you already alluded to that. You have like the checklist when things start freaking out. Is it diaper? No. Is it hungry? No. Is it gas? No. It's when you get to the bottom of that
1: checklist and you're like, no, I don't know what it is. Exactly. It must
2: relieve you of your feces.
1: Child. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we uh, we've got some like grape water, I think it's called, mm-hmm. and so I think that's we've started to implement that, and that's helped a little bit. Um, supposed to help with like digest digestive and burping, hiccuping, that kind of thing, I think.
0: People are going to try to sell you on all kinds of that stuff, and I think there's a real debate as to how valuable some of it is. Some of the people are just like, yeah, that's just flavored water. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and even, that's, I think that's the element you're going to experience, too. It's almost parent shaming, if you will, because Mm -hmm. you don't want to talk about products. Right. You don't want to ask for recommendations. I can't believe you're
1: using that with your kids. Exactly. Mm,
2: It's astounding, and so, yeah, no matter what, it's kind of, I feel like a lot of that you have to keep secret, because
1: otherwise somebody's going to give you a 20 minute lecture on how this is better or that's better. I I don't know. I know that it's controversial when when it comes to the vaccination type thing. And so I'm just, I I don't plan on talking about that (laughs) because that's like, I mean, we can talk about it here, but like, I mean, just with people outside, because it's just like, I know that some people feel like it's, you shouldn't do it. And then there's a lot of people that say you should. And I'm just like, I don't know. I I was vaccinated. I think most people were vaccinated as kids. So why did that change all of a sudden, you know?
0: That yeah, you get into the wrong conversation with the wrong person and you're gonna just be like, Oh god, why did I even say anything to you?
1: It could be everything, even mm.
2: circumcision and beyond. So it's just like I've I've learned as a parent there are some things you just don't even bother talking about. If somebody else is talking about it, let them talk about it and do not insert
1: your opinion into it. Yeah, no, I I I, I try not to to do that just in general. It's
0: kind of like talking politics. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Somebody says one way or the other a different way you feel about politics, you don't necessarily always need to open your mouth. The same is true with like everything baby, parent related.
1: Except for people are probably a little bit more crazier because you're talking about their kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what would be worse, kids or politics, but my guess would be kids. <gasps> a kids politics party. That would be brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
2: on the next dad
1: pod,
0: <laughs> is Donald Trump circumcised? Oh, oh. We'll that's oh. Stormy Daniels. <laughs>
2: <laughs>